Hopaday, welcome and thank you for listening to the KUAM Podcast Network. We certainly appreciate you downloading us or streaming us on SoundCloud. This is a special presentation of our Cuentos Cultura series where we highlight various examples of Guam's rich history, heritage, and culture. And today, this podcast is being brought to you in Guam's native tongue. So enjoy Chumoro and thanks for listening. Mga sa nafa istigi itaalo i podcast gani KUAM the podcast network desti sa i Cuentos Cultura. Pagui bisitao ni sa si Amber Benavente sa gitu mo milulu yezi ko ati si i sagang kulturan tomoro ma zona initials SKC. It's my pleasure to welcome her to the show. Afaday, Afaday, Malik Todo, Malik, Malik Todo. Utuwa, you have uh, quite a task uh, that you're doing over there. Um, but uh, tell me a little bit something about the sagang kulturan tomoro first, and then we'll take it from yeah. there. Sagan Kuturan Tsumoru is a nonprofit organization. The organization itself is called Inadahinili Na'alat Kuturan Tsumoru. Um, but we run the operations up there as Sagan Kuturan Tsumoru. So the NPO is Inadahinili Na'alat Kuturan Tsumoru. Um, there is a mix of board members um, stemming from every part of the community. Uh, Lo, myself, and Raf are up there. We, we assist in running the operations. Um, so right now we currently house um, one nonprofit which we have a uh, partnership with, which is Hadza Foundation, Zoomti. So we have our Surahanas up there. Uh, we're currently working on a par- partnership with Pipit, Paraipobetsu and Itautauta. And that is the organization that umbrellas all the Guma, the ba- uh, Baila. Oh, yeah, okay. with, with uh, Senor Frank Rabon. What? what? Is the uh, you could generalize it if you want to, but okay. what's the uh, mission statement? Okay. The, the mission, NPO? the mission of Sagan Kuturan Samoro or Inadain Ilinala is to uh, preserve and perpetuate the kultura, ilinguahi um, through the different disciplines uh, up there. But not only uh, in with in saying that, uh, what we our mission is to provide apprenticeship programs and workshops for uh, those who are interested in in learning the craft or the art or the healing the healing craft. Like okay, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So up there, we currently have a total of nine gumas. Um, one being the seafaring community, um, then Igualo. Culinary, um, the Zoanti, um, Bailads and Lalai, uh, the Mumfuk, the weaving communities up there, and then my my mother who is a master carver, the carvers are up there. Uh, we have an in-house um, museum uh, run by Johnny Johnny Cake. I don't I don't know if you call him mm-hmm. Johnny. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then the two-dimensional, three-dimensional um, visual arts. Fantastic, but uh, yeah, I gotta ask this because it's a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have fundraisers, or who funds you guys? Uh, do we have the government coming in there saying, "Well, you know, this is we are all Guam yeah. here. Let me give you a couple <laughs> of dollars here and get this thing going." You know? Well, we re- we haven't we haven't tapped into any government funding as far as I believe there's uh, an an option of TAF, the Tourism and Development Fund, um, but Sagan Katuna tomorrow has never been. Um, um, how do you say it? We've never received any of that because we um, have been working towards um, securing our nonprofit status um, and getting things situated since its inception in 2006. So it, we, it was kind of like a 12-year period of growing 
and uh, developing the cultural center up there to get people to to believe in in the idea of of a cultural center set. No, we don't have one, you know, I here on Guam. Yeah, I remember and, uh, your your dad dispensing. Uh-huh. Uh, when he was alive, I do remember uh, uh, the powers that be mm-hmm. kicking around, uh, putting a. A convention center of sorts, of their cultural center of sorts, uh-huh. over there at where you guys are located now. Yeah. By the way, ST Second Cultura, Gai Gatigi Papa Adzi Hagas Espitat, Yagas Guam Memorial Espitat, Tigus Taispitat, we Munaulitan, Lopura Bacantizuna Propiedad, we got to Logagi, Stacy Hagigi, Gatugi, Agapamungin, and Mamayogin in Tomum, and Nupusi Hutun Hulugi, Exo Gagigi, Agapamu, Haldama, Yigi Finazi Loop in the area. Uh, but there are different kinds of things that you guys normally present over there mm-hmm. and as far as um, uh, you know the cultural stuff but you have sort of like vendors that are there perhaps maybe now that are, are selling stuff? Uh, Again, uh, we have the gift shop uh, going and that consists of over seven, 70 plus um, uh, artists, uh, carvers, weavers, um, those who produce uh, books, uh, t-shirts and that's all, you can find that all at uh, the gift shop up there. Uh, we also have like the uh, the oils, that um, that is made here on Guam, so everything handmade here is 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 sold up there. Yeah. You know, it's amazing how uh, um, um, your your mom, for example, was mm-hmm. just a master carver, right? Um, but when you go beyond that and, and you look at how the ancients, the elders, uh, if you will, how they lived in those days, the Matufuki Guafek, Matufuki Tihung, in which that was a way to live, but it's very practical, the way they make things out of the tree of life. And when we say tree of life, I'm actually referring to the good yeah. old Kronkonizok. Kronkonizok, yeah. Um, it hits hard. You could okay. do that. I mean, it takes away a lot of uh, what we're accustomed to uh, because of the rhino beetle and all this other stuff that's been happening to our island. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, it hits hard because I do know that's part of our tradition. I remember when I was growing up, and boy, that was a long, long, long time ago, but I, <laughs> yeah. I do remember making those kind of stuff as you woven items. And it's not so that you could look good and show off your kutura. It's actually, you need it. Because yeah. You need a hat when you go out to the sun, uh-huh. and, uh, uh, you know, if you go fishing, you need that guagua there. And, yeah. and then, uh, you know, it's just fantastic. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm talking about the tree of life. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's um, now people are looking at our guaguas because where everyone's trying to go plastic free, but we've had the answers all along. (laughs) (laughs) Thousands of years, over three thousand years. Yeah, and the guagua was so it's so practical because you put the fish in there. Uh, and it will not hold the water, and yeah. you have to go down to the. Well, you cannot see me, but uh, you have to put it down in the. The you know, if you want the fish to be still alive, or yeah. otherwise, just pick it up because it drains itself. I mean, what else do you want, right? And uh, and um, my dad, when I was growing up, and I don't mean to take the, the no, no, limelight no. away, but I, I'm just trying to relate this. When I was growing up, I where my dad will make the real huge quagga, and <laughs> yeah. my mom would say, "Hey, but I'm on where are you going with that?" Hey. 
Mehnam B. So you know I had that uh, drive uh-huh. to do a such and uh, most of the time ti mehna lamitaha na it's just enough for the family to feed on. So uh, let's move a little bit into uh, uh, this thing was established uh, in Adahi. In Adahi, Nilinala Kuturin Samoro was established um, in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, the founders, of course, including Tata and uh, Senora Anne-Marie Arceo and Rafael Ampinko um, and many other members um, had the idea of a cultural center in place you know, just the idea of teaching all of the cultural knowledge and practices and passing it down. Um, I mean, because even even with 300,000 years, uh, 300 years of colonization, our our cultura and our our language still is 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 here. It's apparent and it's it's alive. But to provide a space for the children. To apprentice and learn and be more, be more involved in in these cultural practices and traditions. That was the idea. That was the overall picture that they had. So, with that said, they they found a, a, the property up there with Chamorro Land Trust Commission, and uh, the the commission has been working with us in 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 getting our our fixed our lease up there. Um, so. I mean, it's taken so many years, but we are we are where we're at, and now we're trying to move in a lot of the other nonprofit organizations who who have the same mission. You know, we're on the same galaydi together, and um, and and their mission falls in line with the with our with our mission of apprenticeships and workshops up there. It's so. probably a silly question, but I know that it's it's also probably inherent in you, in mm-hmm. which you. Uh, were born into that kind of stuff where you want to reach out and try and identify yeah. yourself, uh, your heritage, and as a person and uh. for your children and etc. But you being a young person, uh, certainly the youngest person in this room right now, <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to do that other than the fact that your mom and dad were actually yeah. moving forward and trying to push um, more awareness of our culture and our heritage yeah. and stuff like that. What, what made you want to do that? I know they didn't twist your arms and say, hey, you better do this. <laughs> no, they did. Yeah, it's well, just, it came from me getting yeah. up to the sun that you yeah. decided that you want to continue the work or you just wanted to do this. Yeah. Well, fortunately for me, I grew up in the environment um, you know, Master and Samoro Sitata, a mom, she mom fucks and she carves and um, and Early on, they put us in a dance group. So I've been a dancer for 28 years. Uh, now, Kwachu from Agonhu. And so they all dance. Yeah. But it was because of them. Um, and not just the passing of Tata. Um, it was because of them. Because when you become a parent, you know, you, you realize we come from a very special place. Um, and... What I want to see is it's not just for our culture and our language to survive our children, but I'm not looking at my chi- not just my children, but my great grandchildren. Like I, you know, the idea of the cultural center to succeed beyond my children. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, repaving of uh, of the road to to uh, where we're at right now, and slowly yeah. but surely, you put that little uh, stone in place, the little pebbles in place, so that we could actually have. Uh, some sort of uh, beacon light, if you will, but in yeah. future generations. And I noticed something about the revival of awareness of our yeah. our culture, and that's it's fantastic. Happening. And uh, yeah. 
you know, uh, with the help of uh, uh, tomorrow singers, tomorrow dancers, mm -hmm. people that are a little bit more innovative and try and infuse dances from other parts uh, in, in the Pacific yeah. and try and say, this is our own. So it does not stop right here. We do not go back to ancient days and say, well, they did this, so that's strictly what how we're going to do yeah. it. Because as we move along, um, we our change. culture, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, we and, progress. Uh, yeah, it changes and it actually fuses with with other people's cultures mm -mm. as we go along, right? Yeah. I um, mean, uh, the Spanish era was a big influence on our culture. So you see a lot of the dancers, you know, of course that is influenced into our culture already. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you it's know. very hard to divorce ourselves from yeah. that, right? Because it's a part of the <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, just, it's just great, though. But I notice uh, the resurgence of the mm -hmm. awareness of our culture. Um, yeah. It's uh, very apparent today, my generation. So it's good. You know, I always tell my children, ask the questions, you know, Fumino uh, Tsumoru, you know, just anything we can do to, to keep uh, this revitalization process going. To succeed the next three hundred years, or and and so on. So. Uh, I gotta ask this, uh, and and I have a reason, and I'll tell you what the reason okay. was after you give me the answer. I, I think I asked you this already. Who funds you guys? Well, we we are now we we're trying to gather a grant team to um, get to put together to, to to try and look search for grants to um, get the center up and running but not just that um, the apprenticeship programs up there and the workshops up there of course there's um, a lot of it it's do, you know donating donation to to the center um, but a lot of fundraising efforts um, grants um, also in addition to our um, other nonprofit partnerships you know we're we are working towards a more sustainable cultural center so hopefully getting the cultural center to sustain itself uh -huh. and so that way you know we would have an ongoing day-to-day -day, um what do well, you call it yeah yeah day-to-day uh, -day operations operations that, that needs yeah help there. Uh, everything from paper clips to uh, <laughs> paper uh, yeah because right now it's everything is a labor of love up there that's we're exactly not yeah. where, where i'm getting at and that's the reason why i was asking you because if there's any way that we could help here at kom and yeah. as far as putting out the word as to when the next next uh, fundraiser is going to be at yeah. or or opposite plate lunches or, or yeah or whatever it may be you know we'll be more than happy to uh I uh, just say, hey, I have this tomorrow talk show that I do in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I could tell people and I could disseminate that information to them, you know. Uh, but uh, you, I, I, I got to say that uh, uh, I know that you look back and you're young, of course, and, and uh, you know, you had this thing that you want to maybe continue what your dad was doing. But um, in the future, 20 years from now, you will look back and you would wish that there would be more people that are doing what you did mm -hmm. 20 years ago. Yeah. And you're going to try and not prevent it from happening, but you're going to try and make that just a little bit easier, easier. for those people that are that yeah. are born into something like this, you know. Yeah. So what's the next step? For the for the, for the cultural the, center? Yeah. Well, the um, right now we're, we are 
trying to gather the different communities, uh, the discipline of the communities to, to, to go uh, to be hubbed up at the cultural center. Um, so we already are working at uh, putting in our the Baila community and the Lalai community up there with the Pipit organization. Um, then we also have the Hadza Foundation. Um, yeah. And 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 reaching out to like our Mumfoot community to come up to the center um, and start and using the space as an apprenticeship and uh, workshop space and along with the, the seafaring community because I know we have a total of three seafaring communities up there. Right now we have um, people who are, are yearning to learn how to carve the canoe up there and they're just and they're yeah they're up there and they're getting well, you have the trunk and look over there that they hollow out and they make it into a <laughs> Again, kind of yes it's, it's up there and then we have our, our gualo area um which during because we usually have the lunar festival happening up there and when mm. lunar festival happens and all the houses are full of like vendors and and then we usually have the tanahan going towards the end of the day um but the idea is to get it running on a day-to-day basis so that not just our people but our visitors can experience a full chamor you know tomorrow experience up there tomorrow yeah. experience yeah. You, you hit the nail right on the uh you know the the head uh, but you know in the beginning of the show i i did ask you yeah. uh, or i did mention that you were the interim director yeah and whenever you say something interim yeah. uh, that means that there's a reorganization yeah uh, in itself of all these uh, npos that are getting together to try and perpetuate our culture of yeah. course and everything else but um how do you folks uh, uh, select or elect uh, who's going to be heading? Well, we have a we have a um, we ha- we we have our normal election uh, of board of directors, and we just actually voted in uh, two new board of directors. Um, and because we don't, because it's it's done out of the work, you know, we work for the community basically, and it's everything's labor of love. It's basically who can at- assist in running operations. So right now we have scheduled tours, and we have scheduled tours with um, the Chamorro teachers that want to bring their children up there. So that's about the only tours that we are getting right now because we don't have a, a day-to-day schedule, but we're working towards it. Um, and so that's what's running. And then we, of course, have the gift shop open on a daily basis, the museum, the Zoomti is up there. Um, but... We do. We do have our, our normal elections as as nonprofit. Um, we kind of vote up appointed the interim director and director of operations up there so that we can f- oversee um, the the operations that are currently happening there, and then also the, our scheduled tours. There you go. Yeah. So it's getting along, and it's it getting is. along yeah. fine. It's just yeah. that you know most of the stuff that you folks are doing are called labor of love. Yeah. But I do have a. A, not a suggestion, but I, I do want to try and relate this thing with GVB. And as far as partnership is concerned, yeah. where you could tap into the tourist attraction fund, because uh, definitely they could make this part of a tourist or tour package uh, for people from uh, Korea, South Korea, yeah. of course, and, and Japan, of course, and uh, the new uh, faces of uh, um, other people coming into our island yeah. where they could actually set up some sort of touring of these areas where they could uh-huh. see actually how yeah. we or our how they lived before and how we got to this point so maybe that's an idea yeah. where we could talk to 
the government run one visitors bureau you know uh, yeah so i mean it would be it would be nice that. to to start working in conjunction in conjunction with the government um because the center itself is is everything that we are you know and 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 the people up there who have given their time i mean no one's hita halamun you know i mean it's up to us to to maintain this facility <coughs> and keep it going. Nisisita is the pagona puntui the ajuda and maicha the taja maspata in ajuda. If we don't help ourselves, nobody else is going to do it for yeah. us. And we cannot sit back and make it happen. Uh, we have to move forward and let it happen. Uh, we have to show that we could actually make it happen. Gaya to the tempuji i malagomo punsogun punta muna i half a malagomo punsogun lo wana bena nisisita zunezi sen bumats bumutsatsa pat bumutsatsa na tautau lo komo mas megeman bumutsatsa da bumutsatsa mas tsadik muna sempi mas latsadik i taimanu pratafanu i manatati gizahita uh, so, you know, it's a fine thing that you guys are doing because awareness never stops. You cannot yeah. have a feast this Sunday and say, well, this is for awareness of tomorrow yeah. uh, or, or whatever uh, it may be. It's, it's an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. And, and the centers or, or the new cultural centers that you guys are proposing in the future, uh, that will be the epitome. That would be the trophy that uh, we would have up there. We would all take a look at it and say, yeah. Uh, you know, want to know where you came from? Yeah. Uh, just go over there and find yeah. out. Uh, you know, Can I also say, um, adjacent to the second Katurin tomorrow will be our Naftani Manyanata. Um, so a lot of our ancestral remains. Um, the plan, the project, I, I believe is in works. Um, I don't know who's spearheading it, but it was brought to our attention when they had legislated the property up there. So the property that we that second Katurin tomorrow sits on is a total of nine acres. Um, and it was legislated that it... Um, be the property um, designated for a cultural center, and of course, we are the NPO that that is the steward of the of the property. Um, but adjacent to it, up in the top, um, is um, reserved for the Naftani Manainata. So the, that the that resting place are, are these again. the, the Naftani Manainata, or these the Manainata that. Uh, and ancient remains, from yeah. the you know, remains that they found throughout the island. Um, of course, with the with you know everything, I, I believe some of it also came from uh, Tuman when they were you know with all the construction and the buildings of, of the hotels and, and stuff. You know, when you notice that hey, we found this uh, ancient burial ground mm-hmm. for the Chamorros down by Ipa or Tuman. And you always notice that I was passing by Zilik Bay at one time, uh, and I was like, you know, they found and they were trying to to uh, do the roads over there by Windward Hills, so you know, the Route 17, uh, and then they had to stop construction. This was a couple of years back, and they had to stop construction because they found some ancient remains there, and I was like. And then they discovered that it was actually an ancient village. Village, yeah. Then when you take a look at the relationship between where that village was at, its location to the water, and its location to the rich soil, and its location to a freshwater river, uh-uh. you know, a river uh, out to the water where they fish and, and, and they eat. They go into the jungle and they catch whatever uh, to eat. And then they use the water from the river for for whatever reason to cook, and uh, 
the area where they could actually plant. So it's strategically yeah. placed. They strategically place themselves yeah, in the areas where they have all these access uh, access for for uh, amenities. Yeah, I believe that's why they find a lot of remains along the along uh, the, beat, the, the, river, beat, the yeah. beach area and everything. Yeah, uh, so it's just interesting. And it, see, those are the kind of things that. Uh, it's almost logical that you would think that way if you think that way huh. and what we're trying to do is to make our people think that think way. yeah um, and you know Amber a lot of people give up on on trying to live the life that they perceive as better than than sitting under a coconut tree and, yeah. and you know playing your ukulele or singing a song, <laughs> of course, certainly because this yeah. is the modern world. It is know? the modern, yeah. But let me tell you, um, you know, resiliency, mm-hmm. uh, being resilient kind of people that yeah. we are, it would be um, that's almost like a welcome kind of thing. You know, I have this gentleman that calls the my talk show every now and then and goes, uh, you know, honestly, it's the almighty dollar that we're looking yeah. at. I mean, it's like every move that we make. And my response to him at first was, dude, that's just the way it is. I mean, everything that you do requires money. And, and, and if you want to take care of your family, it does require the money. Yeah. Then he goes, yeah, but a thousand years ago, did we require money? <laughs> I think I think with our people, I think what we have to remember is that we were very self-sustaining. I mean, we are the oldest in the Pacific, over 3,000 years old um, yeah. uh, people. And if if we can farm our uh you know our food and 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 just kind of practice the old ways but still i mean i you know i have four kids so i have to i have to to feed my kids too um you have to provide yeah. i have to provide um but in in those little things like that you know practicing the ways of farming and fishing and hey, you know and uh Amberna Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, it's totally different from when you were growing up in yeah. the 80s, and uh, it's totally different now. Yeah. The reason why I say 80s is because that's where my kids That's the time I was the early 80s. The world is changing, and we also have to address that because eventually it will become mm-hmm. part of us, you know, as yeah. we get older. Low. Um, the most one of the most important things here that I am recognizing that sometimes you you take it too much for granted that you forget about it. Irrespetu. Yeah. Irrespetu. The, I I I notice and I always say this on the radio that if we have more respect for one another and uh, not just because you're tomorrow, I will not respect you because you're tomorrow. You do mm-hmm. not command or demand respect from somebody because you are of a certain race. Mm-hmm. You demand respect from someone because of what of the things that you do that mm-hmm. will make them respect you. You know, you you gotta merit it, you gotta earn it, mm-hmm. and, and by by doing so, and that was always in our minds during my age when we're growing. Your your dad, and yeah. Mom. Um, you know, you have to give before you could receive something like that. Yeah. There's a lot of people here now that uh, unfortunately uh, they're afraid to go out at night. Uh, remember the old story we tell you well you know when I was growing up in Agatnia boy we didn't have to lock the door and just walk <laughs> yeah. out because we already know that we're yeah. being taken care of we're not afraid of the thieves and the robbers and all this and I really believe that if you respect you know another being 
uh, we'll probably get the same. And that's one of the most important things that is it's everywhere in our culture. This is respect to Paraitsumotsu, respect to how you plant your trees, respect to Paraitsumotsu, Punaplikai, Amor, Paraitsumotsu, Tori Temple respect to. Respect is not limited only to the Manamko. Respect is actually supposed to be practiced amongst your own peers, your own age, even younger people than you. And if we do that, yeah. and we instill in their minds that that's the only way to get ahead. Because when you have that respect, it will override greed all the time. All the time. In Adventurias, respect to Namanda. So, you know, yeah. words of wisdom coming from this, but it's not my, those are not my words. No. I'm, I'm just words information yeah. from what the Manamko was teaching me as yeah. how to get ahead in life. You know, you don't have to be that good looking, you don't have to be rich. You know, sweat, uh, those are you know, luck and, uh, and, and um, you know, just meet, you know, the, the alignment of the planets or whatever. Yeah. Hey, King's <laughs> gonna be lucky today, that yeah. kind of thing, but. Uh, not everybody gets that opportunity, you know. Yeah. And just because you don't have uh, twenty billion dollars in the bank, it doesn't mean that you're a poor person. No, yeah. poor people. Thank you God. know, if you were, if you had plenty land, right? You were more, and you had the resources. That was your richness, right? Yeah, it wasn't. That was your richness, yeah. but much more the love and uh, and and hungan. Love, yeah. Things are changing, and sometimes, you know, you can just read the paper or go into social media and see what's been happening, not just on Guam, around the world. Around, yeah. And, you know, I, I really believe that the impact that uh, uh, those things, and back in the United States, different beliefs, uh, political beliefs, mm-hmm. you know, or religious beliefs, um, it will impact our entire planet for thousands of years to come. What we're doing now is to undo what we're doing now. It's going to take hundreds of years, maybe yeah. thousands of years to be such. But, you know, you guys are laying the foundation and you're laying the ground for, for those that are going to walk behind us. Yeah. So it's always a good thing where you reach back and you try and get your, you know, where you're from. Often on Why are you teaching your kids tomorrow? I mean, <laughs> yeah. don't they want to go and watch a movie or eat McDonald's or play their games or use their cell phones? That's almost yeah. the norm nowadays. It is. It and is. They, I'm going to buy my little baby here uh, when she becomes one. I'm going to buy her a cell phone or one of those uh, mini iPad. So yeah. They will leave me alone. My God. Man, she cries all the time. And I give her that toy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's just uh, interesting, though, because of uh, uh, you know the resurgence, especially coming from the young folks. Yeah. Stambi, where my age, people at our age, all they could do is just show you guys what they've been doing before to move this thing mm-hmm. forward. And it's up to you guys to pick up the ball and move yeah. forward. And of course, I know that you're teaching that to your children now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's the idea of the centers, to provide an area where our our children can come and learn learn these practices and remember the traditions or be taught the traditions because, you know, there, I mean, there are very few Sirahanas left. Oh. Um, there are we have no master navigator, um, and we have a bun- We have a lot of our Tsumoro men who are trying to, and women who are trying to learn the seafaring discipline that 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 art. So that's what we want to try and do up there. I I also want to say um, 
that we are open for sponsorship. Um, if there is any, uh, we are now we're preparing our sponsorship packets, and it's just what um, like whatever anyone can donate or a certain fixed donation, and and you know you get a tour or you know we're working on on the sponsor sponsorship packages, um, but we are open for donations to the center. Yeah, and, and we, we encompass a lot of the other nonprofit organizations like Pipit and Hadza, and of course they're all nonprofit, so um, they're open to it too. Uh, do you guys have a uh, web page, perhaps, well, or a networking yeah. system that we could? Uh, um, you know, as far as as far as Sagan Couture and Tomorrow, we do have our social media outlets, our Instagram and Facebook, because apparently everybody does Facebook and Instagram now. <laughs> uh, our webpage is currently under construction because um, we are updating a lot of things up there. Um, but our contact information is all on our social media site. Um, and then you know just also come up come up to the center and see what see what it's about because we also have like Hadza Foundation and I know Hadza Foundation look we has a um, Instagram and a Facebook I believe um, I'm not sure if their web page is up and running yet um, but there is a number a, there, I find this so cute there's a direct hotline to the Suranas now it's so it's so different because you know growing up my Surahana was Tanangla, so you know where she stayed. She stayed, you know, and but now because we need satellites okay. for these Surahanas, you know, the Zoamti is in, in Zonia, and then there's one at the Sagan Besita in, in Hoget, and then the main uh, place is, is up at Sagan Kutura in Samoru. So, um, I mean, times are changing, and we cannot just go to the village that Esther, Esther, you know, Tanangla is gone. She's left us. So, what the very few Surahanas we have, they, these are the locations you can find them. That's fantastic, yeah. man. And, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, Suruhana, Suruhanu, Hatta, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have that thing. It's under construction, it's on our webpage. Um, However, she's going to give me some numbers where uh, if you guys are interested in something like this, uh, you could give me a call and I mm-hmm. will give her a call or, you know, give you folks her phone number her or her staff and the yeah. people that she works with and see how they could assist you yeah. uh, and how you could assist them. Uh, you have to remember that um, this is, I know it was formed back in 2006, 06. Mm-hmm. That's fine and everything else. But for all the things that are happening around us, sometimes it's very difficult. This is a, this is a monumental task, man. If, okay. This is something that you cannot say, hey, let me yeah. do this, and tomorrow will be... Yeah, it'll be like, done. <laughs> it's, it's almost impossible. Yeah. You know, and the influences, um, yeah. I really believe that we, we don't have the outside influences that will just veer in us you know, yeah. in a way that we're probably used to already, but uh, not necessarily the right way, yeah. where we could sustain our culture as we go yeah. along and stand at the bank uh, to cash our checks. Uh, yeah. It's a totally different... <laughs> you know, I uh, I have traveled uh, to a lot of the Pacific Islands, uh, larger larger countries like uh, Aotearoa, New Zealand, um, and I visited their museums and I, and I visited their cultural centers. And in northern New, New, Zealand, New Zealand alone has... Um, a handful of cultural centers where tourists and community people can come and and see these things and I mean what why not for for Guam because we have so many distinct practices and traditions to share uh, of course with our with our community but also with our visitors and mm-hmm. and then our visitors will know will start learning uh, 
about us, you know, who we really are. Um, I also, can I just give a... Absolutely, uh, um, There's a, a lot of cultural-based nonprofit organizations out there that do a lot of work towards the perpetuation and the preservation of language and culture. Um, I've had the opportunity to um, volunteer my time with Nihi Kids, and right now uh, they're work they're working on a TV series, uh, web series segment, uh, which I, I believe they're, they're sharing with your network, KOM. Um, and it's, it's Imen Hobensia interviewing people in our community. So we've had our Magahaga come on, our, guben, uh, our governor. Um, we've had our Asurahana come on. And these, it was mind-blowing to me because some of these children didn't even know what a Surahana was. So the segments are based around the children asking these menamkus, these people in the community questions about what they do. And it engages the children, it engages the community, and it, it, it starts the question of what why are you a Surahana, and yeah. why do you do what you do? And uh, Don't get that wrong, because I have an issue sometimes where they say, what's a Surahana or Surahana? And they'll say, shaman or witch doctor, yeah. which yeah. is so far oh, yeah. from the truth. Westernized, my recognition. And those are the kind of things that are not, absolutely not the same thing. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, people, most of the people in the Western world, they don't believe in this herbal medication. Yeah. You have to put something internally inside your body mm-hmm. in order for you to, uh, and you have to see an MD. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm a yeah. doctor, right? A physician. But the uh, Suruhanu um, and Suruhana, I remember uh, they were very well respected people, almost to the point where yeah. it's like because of all these things that they put in your mind about these type of people you sometimes you're like you know you get, you get scared, scared just yeah. to talk to them because you know that they have this certain knowledge that that uh, that, that will make them heal you yeah. for whatever is ailing you um, that, that is the good time for us to actually go out there and, and, and say wait, wait mm-hmm. a minute you don't look like a witch I mean, come on <laughs> yeah. Halloween as a matter of fact <laughs> I I get calls every day asking for um, the Zo Amti hotline. <laughs> I'm going to quote unquote this. So it's 747 Amti. Um, <laughs> uh, but I always get messages and calls asking. And I notice uh, a, a tremendous amount, like there's a resurgence in that that aspect too, more of a traditional healing. Because, you know, there's med- there's Western medicine that are making people more sick. Are people more sick? And Opioids, uh, I could name a few. Yeah, and so a lot of people are, revo- are resorting back to the traditional ways and the traditional healing practices. Yeah. Uh, you know, e- e- as the world turns and we go into more to uh, you know your definition and your status in the community is to uh, have the. Sloppy and the money thing, and uh, you know, getting well respected. You're well trained as a doctor, for example, and that's how you achieve status is when you're well trained in some sort of field. Uh, and and it's just it's fantastic, it's the American way, right? Yeah, you, uh, you go to school and this and that. No, um, you know, the, the traditional way of actually approaching things that are not too pleasant in our lives, just even along the Banda. Sometimes you have to take a look at that to and actually really pay attention to it because it has been proven that uh, 
these are the kinds of herbs and spices and mm-hmm. amuts and tinanum that could actually give you a little bit more freedom from, from what's ailing you, your yeah. pains and everything else. So it works if it's only in your mind. Yeah. You know? Some of the other Nana's always right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I grabbed it. It's so bitter, but wow, yeah. hey, I feel great. Yeah. Uh, let me go out there now and eat cereal and milk. <laughs> <laughs> we we always had the Amatinino like ready on the stove. My nana would have it ready, just add water and then that's fantastic, right? fantastic. Yeah. Uh, my nonna of course my grandmother yeah. she was like she does that umpty thing yeah. uh, but it's nothing to be afraid of they're not shamans they're not magicians they're yeah. not witch doctors far from it but yeah. they are there and they have this knowledge about herbs uh, mm-hmm. plants uh, tree bark uh, little pebbles little stones little fruits or little vegetables that you find in the jungle he peeled he Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just fantastic and it's a way of life and let me tell you on all the history books that you read about how healthy how large of a people we are yeah. how healthy that we are we eat fish mm-hmm. and we go hunting for birds and and, yeah. and, and you know we eat our veggies and, and, mm-hmm. and all that and history books will tell you even that French guy that accompanied Magellan over here started writing about the natives over here. Yeah. Very, very large people. Very, very healthy people. Yeah. You know. Um, how come? Our diet, yeah. I yeah. think it was, I mean, I had my Nana outlive my her son. And my Nana ate traditional, you know. She, everything was, was uh, what she grew, she ate. Um and then my grandfather passed away at the age of 70. And that was like at that influence of a lot of the processed foods. So, you know, the, I mean, you could see the difference in the generation of, of diet. Um, but, I, you know, I, I know that they share that kind of knowledge, too, up there at, at the, uh, with the Zoomti, with the, up at um, the center. Um, and I, they do right. They are right now having an ongoing apprenticeship program. Um, they have the honor of, of having uh, Senora Manglotnya Ginenluta uh, uh, come and apprentice these new these new apprentices. Um, and it's just basic knowledge of itinanumsia and 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 how to administer it. And um, they go in depth as far as diet and ochusia and the class and healing, you know, uh, aspects. Because um, I know there are other, I mean, we read about the other special yeah, well, surahanas. I have you back in the show because uh, the surahana and the... Um, it's a whole se- segment, right? It's a totally, not totally yeah. different, but it's all part of this huge yeah. machinery in which mm-hmm. we are trying to use today the foundation for yeah. the Manhobin. And, uh, you know, but before we leave the air, uh, we're running out uh, of time here a little bit low. Sangani, tell me, Fan, what is your name? Okay. I now know see Amber Beneventi. Uh, my mother is Jill Beneventi, Master Carver, Tato Mangilao, uh, Familian Kitsitsu Semun. Uh, then see uh, Tatao see Ed Beneventi, uh, Familian Sedu. Tato Mr. Rumbo. Oh, Your frequent call. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, it's Salun Tatao. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's always giving away his free time to, <laughs> to, to really uh, okay. do things that uh, yeah. we're, we're actually reaping right now as we as we go along because mm. uh, you know the knowledge that he left behind and his legacy. So, you know, uh, bless you. Uh, I really do appreciate that, but I, I really do mean it. I think that I, I should have you back and maybe bring a couple of yeah. your other buddies and friends and uh, other interim directors, <laughs> <laughs> other, yeah, or other nonprofit members, yeah, because other there's nonprofit a members. You know, this is something that we like to get involved in, mm-hmm. uh, and, and uh, we just we just want to push it forward. Um, it's 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 a great thing. We're la- you guys are you folks are laying the foundation once again. I like to use that because you're actually paving the road for for a smoother ride uh, yeah. uh, into the future. You know. Anyway, Guahu CJC, the doctor in Sitsuasi, para si Amber Benaventi, Tato Mangilao, ni Abisito, magig vitasti no director, and zigatu i in a dahanili na la kultura in Samoro. Kultura si, tanat Samoro, kalamamakat, may pronounce it, no. Lo, Malik, magani kuntis mami pangkut sa sangan perenzi non-profit organization siya, ni manfandadanya siha. Jadi otros yang tahu tahu ini tadi mau naik nengenya pemasukan mau naik irensia jadi pertanda fenu ifam gon temanggenin manut mangi depoma onda depoma embrasa pada tadi tempunon gua si JC sampun sordasti our KUM news or rather our KUM podcast network hello magi KUM dot com jadi di betul di get apa lagi ni lengya podcast kumalu mau Adzik we have a lagomuna story upon whoop, uh gosa interview no togi ginigelatsa, this the mambabila na class in Famagun, this the Mandadan class in Famagun, this the Mangakantan class in Famagun, storytellers, people that are of great influence on our island, uh Nipartamanu Tatsigon Monasti Namangov Mahumuk, um that's a it's designed that way. To make mm-hmm. you feel just a little bit better uh, about yourselves, about where you came from. Manadato onradzu. Guahusi Jaisi Gunigi KUAM Podcast Network. Estai Otrugai Quintus Kutura. Biba Biba Tamoru.